welcome everybody to God's house tonight. Our preacher texted me last night, kind of late, and I was kind of thought maybe he was trying to text Neil, but it didn't work out like that. I guess it was me, so. I'd like to welcome everybody here. Start with a prayer, ask everybody to stand to your feet. <clears throat> Neil, you want to say a prayer?
page 287. 287. Egypt was once my home, and I was a slave. Helpless in sin did roam, love light did great. But when I looked up to heaven's home, Christ came to say, I'm living in Canaan
that I'm able to be here this evening. Uh, glad to see everybody's come out. And, uh, that's just time to raise your feet. I have unspoken prayer requests. Spoken. She wants me to thank our church for praying for She gets to go home from
Anybody have a song, testimony, anything on your heart at all? I don't really have anything, though. Seems like every time I get up here, it gets harder. I have a rough time getting in front of people. I don't know what to say. Give everybody plenty of time. If somebody still got a song or a testament on your heart, come. Thank for these men willing to stand. It's a hard job. Like our brother told us there a while back, he's the blessing we get a chance to do it. The Lord, if we're supposed to do it, get a chance to do it, we're supposed to do it. Terry texted me last night on 
I still got my mom and dad both in their 80s. Still got them. The Lord bless me there. Dad needs to be saved, so I need everybody to help me keep praying for him. good to ask prayer for everything and I know what you mean about wanting to ask for pray yourself but you kind of feel a little shame to ask everybody else to pray for something small when there's so many bigger things but you're still supposed to do it yeah we've been blessed with the choir great choir leader just blessed us yeah I don't know about you but I enjoy seeing that new little baby coming at I think it's going to come out singing. <laughs> Just thinking, Uncle Terry was here, I think he'd be looking at Jordan being, got anything, brother? And as I was getting ready to get up, Cooper goes, I'll be praying for you. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, I know what Terry's spot is now. You know, you you got expected to preach on Sundays, both them services, and uh, you come to get fed, and them two fellows over there, they just won't give you nothing. And uh, I tell you, that, that puts you in a bind. But uh, I, I appreciate our choir leader, too. I think Katie does a good job leading it, you know. <laughs> I think she uh, she keeps that boy in line, and that's why he's so good. But uh, as you can tell, I, I've missed you guys, and um, I, I've uh, 
I've enjoyed the journey God's put us on. And I, I, you know, just thinking about it, I was telling people, I said, the Lord's really been good to us. But um, I do miss seeing the faces and I miss the laughter and I miss the, you know, the 28 years I've been here. But uh, I tell you what, if you ever wonder what we're up to over there, God's really been good to us. Yeah. <laughs> He's put us somewhere with a lot of love. And man, I, you can't beat that. You can't beat when God's presence moves through the house. And you can rejoice and know that God's in control of all things. And uh, that's what I want to preach on tonight. I want to preach on how God has every little detail, every little facet of your life planned and taken care of. Why worry when you don't have to? And uh, so you, you pray for us. I, this is just such a small thought and um, just something the Lord's kind of given us to, uh, to read a little bit on. And uh, you just pray. But this is over in, in Jonah. And, uh, I, I'll probably just start over there in the, the first verse, first chapter. But uh, I might skip around a little bit. But over in the Jonah, the first verse, it says, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the son of Amittiah, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof, and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord." And I, I thought, I, I don't know about the rest of you, but um, I'm not willing to pay for much in life. So for Jonah to be able to say, I'm going to throw my savings at getting as far away from the Lord as possible, uh, kind of told me, wow, Jonah was in a bad spot. Um, I was thinking about that. I thought, Lord, you know, to change your heart and your mind in such a way to, that you're willing to throw everything you've worked for out the window to go so far away from God. But I want you to just focus here a little bit. This fourth verse, it says, But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God, and cast forth the waters that were in the ship into the sea to, to lighten it out of the... <laughs> if I get these tears out of my eyes. His God and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it, up, it thereof. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, and he lay and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call unto the, thy God, if... So be that God will that think upon us, and we perish not. And they said unto one to his fellow, Come and let us cast lots, that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonah. And I'll stop right there, but I thought it was interesting the further you read. Um, Jonah knew it was him. They knew it was Jonah. Jonah said, You're going to have to cast me overboard. I tell you. He wasn't even willing to jump over himself. Um, but it goes on, and uh, it says, As soon as they threw him overboard, the, wind, the winds and the sea stopped. And uh, this is what I want to get to right here. I know it took a while to get here, but this, this is over in the 17th verse. And it says, uh, and it's, or 16th verse, it says, Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, and made vows. 
Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. You notice what it said there. It says, now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. How long ago he prepared it, I don't know. I've never been able to find that. But God knew that there was going to come a time in Jonah's life where he wasn't going to want to follow the Lord. And he made a particular fish, a unique animal, specifically for the purpose of saving Jonah's life. Because you, you think about it, if he, if he was to fall off that boat and that fish didn't come, he would have died in those waters. He would be as dead as the men that we bury in those graveyards every day. But God prepared a fish because he loved Jonah. See, Jonah, he, when he goes on, it says, Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the, out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me out of the belly of hell. Cried I, and, and thou heardest my voice. Jonah was in a bad spot. He thought, if Jonah only knew God was taking care of him, God was giving him every opportunity. God could have killed him for going against him. But you know what, Jonah? He was sitting in that belly. He was protected from the waves. He was protected. He was, he was sitting down there, and all it was was just him, his thoughts, and God. Sometimes when God puts us in a place so low and so confined, we just want to lash out in anger. We say, God, why? God, why would you do this to me? Instead of saying, God... What is the purpose? God, what are you doing here? When he got out, you notice what he did? He went to Nineveh. And they had one of the greatest revivals there's wrote in the Bible. Thousands got saved. Thousands turned to the Lord. The whole city was saved. You think about that. God made a fish to make sure that Jonah could get to a place where he could find what God wanted for him again. It's important that we take the time when God puts us at our lowest, even when we're not happy, even when we're real sad. We get in times like that. I'm sure, Steve, that leg's bothered you a lot. I'm sure you felt like you've been in the bottom of the water. But I'm glad that when we come out of where we were, we're a lot stronger and happier. Why? Because we know we've got purpose in our hearts. We know that God gave us a place to go and to do. You think about Peter, folks. Peter, he, he lied three times. He said, no, that's not, I'm not that man. He walked with the Lord. He ate with him. He, he sat there and seen all those things. And he denied him three times. I tell you, if, if my own friend would have done that to me, I'd have, I'd have hated his guts after that. But God loved Peter. You know what he said? He, when they got back together, Peter said, Peter, do you love me? And he said, yeah, Lord. He said, then feed my sheep. He gave him work to do. He didn't care what Peter did. He, he cared about what Peter was going to do. And you see, the thing is, if you get wound up in what's going on in your life at the moment, you won't get to the point of where your life needs to go. And my life and your life is geared so you can get to a place where there's a young man or woman or old man or woman sitting in those pews and you, they can see your life and say, that's a God-fearing man. That's a God-fearing woman. You know what God did for them? He brought them out of that. Do you know what God did for them? He saved them when they were this old. He changed their life. When God can be seen in your life, people can be changed for the better. You say, preacher, what are you talking about? I'm saying you are the living word that God made you to be if you're saved. 
And it's your job to live that word daily. Not just in your mouth, not just in your actions, but in every part of you. And if, I, if you're sitting in the belly of a whale, don't discourage yourself. Don't look at God and say, why? Just say, Lord, what do I need to do? God, where do I need to get to? There may be thousands counting on you. You don't know who looks at you day to day. I read a, a little thing today, and I didn't realize this till I found it, and this got my thoughts here, but I was uh, at work, and I, I have the company I work for service, and I was going through, and I was looking at some of the things over the years that I've had to do in there, and I was looking at some of the notes people put in, and one of the first interactions I had with somebody, I didn't even know who they were or what they looked at. And they wrote down a bunch of things and they said, he's a nice young man with a smiley face. That woman didn't know me, but what she did know, she was pleased with. It's important every interaction of your life portrays the love of God. And what better way to do that than to show them that bright smile that God gave you. To show them the love He put in your heart. To show them that no matter what, you can hold your head up high because you know the King of Kings. And that you are a child of the King. God's good. And I tell you what, if you, if you can't get to a place where you can feel that, there's plenty of altar space. And I, I tell you folks, there's no better thing than to come to an altar knowing that you're in a rough spot and getting right off that altar and heading out those doors, smiling, happy, laughing with your friends, getting something to eat, and walking those days the rest of your life. Good in God's favor. And I tell you, there's a life for us if we thrive that way. There's a life designed for us. God wouldn't have made a fish particular for Jonah if he didn't love him. Just as much as God wouldn't give you the valleys and mountains in your life if he didn't love you. It's important this, this evening to make sure you're on the right side of the Lord. It's important to know that you're saved. And it's important to show it to the world. Because without the love of God, what chance do they have? They'll be like Jonah when he was first cast overboard, sitting in the waves thinking, I don't know what's coming, but it not, I'm not sure. You know, you think, folks, I don't know if you were like this, but when I was lost sitting in that pew right back here, Every service that the Lord got a hold of me was like a bad dream. It was like a bad dream you couldn't wake up from. A burden that sat heavy on your heart that you couldn't get away from. And when you left, it was still there. But the day I got saved was like the day that a man stands on Mount Everest and sees all that the Lord's made and says, Thank you, God. That's how I felt that day. I felt relieved. I felt higher than I'd ever been in my life. In that moment, and I tell you, it's good to know the Lord. It's good to know His Word. It's good to show it and share it. That's all I got. I, I'll turn it back over to Neil, wherever he's at. That's good preaching. Make sure Miss Jordan does a good job.
Elaine told me a while back that the Lord sure blesses us even though we're unworthy. And that's so true. Sure, he, he can he can use somebody as worthless as me, he can use anybody, he can save anybody. He saved you got Saul, he killed quite as many as any. Saved him, used him. The Lord's good to us. anybody else got anything on your heart? One of you other preachers got anything? Everybody's done. Ask everybody to stand on your feet. Brother Steve, this message on prayer. Father, Lord, we're so thankful for the service that you provided us with this evening. Lord, we're thankful for the spirit that's come through and the wonderful preaching and all the testimonies, Lord. We're just so thankful for it. For the choir singing. Lord, we pray that you just uh, touch and watch over all of us as we go our ways. And especially with Terry and Linda as their revival and preaching, Lord. We just love to hear about folks getting saved. Lord, it don't matter whether it's here, whether it's there. We just want to follow you, Lord. We'll do the best we can. We'll be here. We'll ask as long as you can stay. Amen. 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 Amen.